Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, Series 3, Episode 9. Whoop, whoop. Nine. I'm nine. your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with the team, Lucy Wilson. Hiya. Anna Neary. Hi. And Tom Hazelden. Hiya. How are we doing? Hi, guys. We're great. Good. Apparently we're all we're so like good. sorority girls today. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's Hiya. go. Hi. Cool. Well, I like that. You can be whatever you want to be, really. B a r b i e Barbie girl. Y- yeah. Be who if you that's what you want to be, be, Tom, you be that. Okay. What well, the advert says. Can I put it on Instagram? Barbie girl. What? If you dress up as Barbie. No, I'm not dressing up as Barbie. That. You just you just said the <laughs> you just said the slogan. <laughs> what? You said, said be who you want to be. And then you said Barbie girl. Oh, yeah. is that the slogan for Barbie? Yeah. Well, be it was who their you advert. I don't think it's their slogan, oh, but it was Barbie in an advert. Barbie girl. Be who you want to be. I didn't have Barbie. B-A-R-B-I-E. So Barbie girl. I think they should make a musical about Barbie. Doing the film. <laughs> the, new, the new Barbie oh, wow. films these days. I tell you what, they're really They're doing good. a live action film with Margot Robbie as Barbie. And they're very diverse really? as well. Yeah. It's not like Barbie how I she mean, used to be. Yeah, she would make a good musical, wouldn't she? Hmm. Okay. And you could do yeah, so like many. That. Kids would love it. I mean, you could make it adult as well. Maybe mm, one bur- <laughs> made as we talk. Some Barbie. sausages. Can, I just, well, no, can we all it. just appreciate what Sometimes Anna just said? Banana on there. Make it adult. Make it adult as well. An adult Barbie I mean, musical. Like, you could do like Legally Blonde <laughs> style, but with Barbie. That's never what anyone means when they say, <laughs> <laughs> when say make it adult. Well, I said it could be for adults. Oh, kids. Or it could be for adults. So, okay. fa- a family show. A fa- <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can just make it a kid's show. You can make it for adults. You could. Or just for adults. Yeah, but then it's either a kid's show or a family show. They're two, two separate things, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Today, we are treating you to British Sign Language. Not us personally, because you can't see us, I'm afraid. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um... Top seven from Lucy, not a top ten from Anna, and uh, the Tony Awards. So, Tom, kick us off with your article. Bam, wham, thank you, ma'am. Don't actually kick us. Yeah, don't do that. Ah, you've foiled my plan. (laughs) Which also rhymed. Um, But before I I go into my article, I stumbled across across something on What's On Stage, which I thought I should... Should share with everyone. Share with the group. Um, waitress do like a karaoke night mm-hmm. thing where you go and sing along to the songs. Um, they are offering the chance for one lucky audience member to have a cameo in the show. I saw that. Um, so they're, they're hosting one uh, on the 8th of May. So this goes out on the 6th. So you've got two days. Um, and yeah, they're going to, they're going to, there's a couple of hosts there and I think there's a, like a talent agent as well and they're going to pick whoever they think sang the best. Mm. And, Do we uh, know what the cameo is? It just says a cameo role for one night only, a date yet to be announced. So I doubt it'll be a, I doubt it'll be talking, Do maybe like one night. you think it'll be but... how they announce the what new that? Jenna? Ooh. Mm. Uh, so it maybe. I don't know. Soon. Anyway. Can um, I also ask on that subject, if you went to the karaoke night, would you get on that stage and do the karaoke? A couple of friends went to go see it, didn't they? Yeah. 
I don't know. I'm not a big fan of karaoke, so no, I probably won't. I would be petrified. I sing I 100% would not do that, just putting it out there. If there was like a casting agent there, like there is, then I would maybe go along with the, you know, to do it. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like a normal karaoke night, then. Nah, I just think I'd, not. I'd rather so do an different. audition than karaoke. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, my actual article, oh, if, if you want to get uh, tickets for that, I think you have to get tickets for the actual show on the 8th. Mm-hmm. So go on the Waitress website or and have a look for those. Anyway, my actual article was um, that the RSC uh, in a production of Taming of the Shrew have got the first deaf actor to understudy the role of a... Uh, of a, a hearing actor so someone who for for a hearing role so someone who you know uh, is is not deaf um which is like i think possibly the first time that has happened or one of the first times that that has happened um yeah so there's a, a girl called charlotte arrowsmith um not the band um, who stepped into the role of uh, Vin Vincent, Vincentia? I don't. I don't know if. I don't know how if that's how pronounced right. Vin, Vin, Vincentia, Vincentia, something like that. Anyway, she she stepped into that role in Taming of the Shrew. If you know Shakespeare, then you'll know the part. Uh, if not, then it won't make a difference to you. What this <laughs> Simon yeah. use Google? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so she was saying that she she is uh, she stepped into the role and the the cast of all welcomed her really well uh, and yeah she she is using uh, sign language as the role which I think is is it's cool. amazing yeah um, very progressive yeah Ooh. so good you go girl good happy little nugget of news nice Aww, really bet it's hard that. work though yeah I bet it is yeah Real she said work. she said that uh, try and find it on this. Um, she said I was that uh, she she she's something along the lines of she stepped into a, a cast that had never done or or worked with sign language before, uh, and she said that she was really like pleased with how they all like stepped up and got on with it. So, so do they all sign? I I I don't know. I it, it doesn't say, but I I saw a production at the Watermill last year. Uh, of a midsummer night's dream and one of the girls and i can't remember what part she was playing was deaf and she kind of like signed and spoke at the same time oh, and okay. the, the rest didn't um it was just her and oh actually when so, so they kind of acknowledged that the character was deaf as well yeah. so whoever she was interacting with did like minimal sign language oh, okay. so she was re- like reading their lips and then it was a bit like either something important or like i'm coming to the end of my sentence yeah so they did make it that the character she was playing was deaf in yeah the... i don't i don't know if they'll do the same with this That's or cool if concept, she yeah. is going to be talking with it i i or yeah or what it's nice but... that it'll be able to be relatable for some people who are deaf hmm. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. but surely um, they'll only understand one character because not everyone else is signing are they like it's tricky speaking, yeah read the lips but yeah i I, yeah, I think it's more. I think it's less an opportunity for deaf people to watch it, and more an opportunity for deaf people to take part properly. Yeah, so but I'm sure they have signed performances as well. They do with most stuff now. Yeah, so they do. Yeah, just go along to one of those. Cool, very good. Yeah, yeah, progressive. We like that. Well done, RSC. 
uh, really secure choices. Really nice. super choices. Yeah, really super choices. Anna, your article, please. My article is from playbill.com. Um, and I don't know if you are aware, if you're not, um, Disney Theatrical Productions have recently uh, celebrated 25 years on Broadway. Um, obviously had a lot of successful shows. Um, and alongside this, so they had a lot of celebrations like they did, uh, like little like mixture performances of various shows together. Like they did, I think something with all the genies that have played on Broadway. Oh, they all cool. did a medley together, which was really <coughs> good. Um, and the biggest thing that they've announced is the first musical which ever went on Broadway was Beauty and the Beast. They are reviving it and bringing it back to Broadway. So it's coming back and it's going to be, and I watched a YouTube clip on this as well, and the um, one of the producers or like big directors of the theatrical production said with the film and things like that coming out, it was, I think, with the success of the film as well, I think, and being 25 years on. And it is the best Disney film. It, <laughs> I think it was great when they did it 25 years ago, but just imagine what they can do now yeah. with it. That is like, amazing, actually. Like, there's that. a picture here of it in black and white, and obviously, wow. it, it is obviously, obviously very. Um, it, it is still, it was still grand and amazing yeah. back then. But yeah, obviously, the costumes are a bit. You it know, was a very traditional sort show, of show where the it's all with like costumes. a bit, you know, could be a lot better. But they can now use technical like projection and yeah, exactly. All sorts and I just they? think. I got I got very yeah, exactly. excited about this because I don't know if you've listened to the music, but it is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and um, people say it flopped back in the day. I like, don't, I don't think it, think came it to did. West End. It did come to West End. And I saw again, it. It was the first. It was the first thing I ever that's saw the on thing. West End. Everyone that I've heard, like said has seen it said how amazing it was. Yeah, but so they probably mean flopped financially. Yeah, mm. yeah, because it's so expensive to put expensive. on. It depends what you're comparing it against, I suppose. Yeah, and, and you compare it to like the Lion King. Broadway. Yeah, uh, yes, only on Broadway, unfortunately. Boo, uh, boo, boo, you boo. never know. Um, so it first opened at the Palace Theatre on Broadway on 18th of April 1994. Oh, and went on to run for nearly 13 years. That is crazy. That. Mm -hmm. What a um, flop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I just think they think it's the best time for it to be revived. They haven't mentioned casting or what is going to... What's going to yeah, yeah, what's going to happen? Are they going to keep it similar, or is Alan Menken going to you know mix up some songs, put some, maybe some from the film in it? We have to wait and see. Um, you never know, but yeah, I just think exciting do times. It. But I'm glad everyone else is excited about it because cool. I'm really happy about it. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was mine. So when we get the funding, you know, from you lovely people to go and watch Broadway show. <laughs> Take a lot. Be oh, I would actually fly and just spend like one day there, like fly in the morning. And see it. And see it and then fly back yeah. like super duper late at night just to see that. I bet tickets would be so expensive. That'd be crazy. They will. It would be, be so horrendous. Expensive. But I would do that. Yeah. That's how much I love mm. Beauty and a Beast. But, yeah. Cool. Nice. Good article. Lucy, your <coughs> My article. My turn. 
<clears throat> right, my uh, article is from dancespirit.com and it is called Seven Excuses Your Dance T- Teacher Is Tired of Hearing. It just made me laugh, really, as a dance teacher, but I thought it might apply to choreographers or directors or MDs or whatever who are trying to put on a show in Amdram at the moment. So here we go. Uh, the first one is, that makes me look silly. <laughs> Any, anyone heard that before? Once or twice. Uh, not in the context of a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they've just put underneath it, it's okay to look less than perfect when you're trying a new combination. To be honest, your dance teacher expects you to look bad sometimes. It's the only way to learn. thought that was the idea. Like uh, Exactly. Uh, you get over teenagers a lot, don't you? You're like, just put the costume on. Yeah. I don't care. Damn it. <laughs> At number two, I'm so tired. Oh, aren't we all? <laughs> exactly. They put, don't <laughs> even fun. try this one. Find the inner strength and energy to power through. Yeah. Next one, I can't come to class today i made other plans this one really annoys me they've just put if you're serious about your dance training and not seriously ill you'd better be in class which is exactly how i feel and used to feel about amdram shows as well and this is this is the thing because it's Mm -hmm. so hard to get the balance because yeah it's amdram and you're doing it because it's a hobby and it's fun but that doesn't mean it well you know how much it affects the whole show and the other cast members if someone's missing. There is no excuse for lack of commitment. I mean, if you if you just say on the day, oh, no, I'm not coming, no excuse, no. unless you're really ill. But if you give enough warning, they can put it into the schedule yeah, and yeah, blah, like blah, blah. You allow for holidays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've absolutely. got some spring cleaning to do. I can't <laughs> yeah. make rehearsals. Well, look, not valid if you, if you ask me. No. Right, next one is, sorry, I just didn't get a chance to sew my point shoes slash buy the class uniform slash put my hair in a proper bum. And then underneath they've just put, come prepared for class or don't come. So I suppose this would apply to like, oh, I haven't got my script or I haven't got my this bit of costume or whatever. Next is, this is too hard. Newsflash, dance is hard. Please don't say this to your teacher. Her job is to challenge you or his job to challenge you. Uh, next is sorry I'm late Standard. and they've just put underneath in the pro dance world being late can mean losing your job always get to the studio on time uh, and I think the last one it's an American website so this is probably a bit more applies to the American audience um, is there's a football game tonight so I need to skip rehearsal well, oh. football means different things over here to what it does over the pond so, <clears throat> seems yeah. like a really weird one, though. No, it's, like, it is regardless. a weird excuse, yeah. Like, football's usually... such a massive thing in America, though, isn't it? Like, every channel has something about football on at some yeah. point, and it's the Super Bowl statistics were mm. nearly 50 50 this year for male and female. How crazy is that? That's mad. The highest it's ever been, ever. That's good. Yeah, so I mean, if there's well, I think football's quite big over here and rugby. So if there's like a final on, go to rehearsal, but just have it on your phone, not the side. That's yeah. so rude. That is a bit rude. That. But it's better than you yeah, being. True. Not, yeah, but not usually you up. don't find that those. Well, I shouldn't say this because I am one of those people, but you usually don't find that the crossover is there. Well, that is very, very discriminatory. Just have dance rehearsals at the football game. <laughs> <laughs> but just when you're not needed, just. Work it on. Yeah. Sound yeah, on low. Yeah. Not when you're actually, like, you know, standing there and... Have like, your headphones on. You don't need to hear anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Be fine. so let us know if any of those things annoy you about 
like if people turn up to rehearsal saying any of those things, let yeah. us know. Let us know. Send us a tweet, Instagram. Tweet, tweet. Email. Because they annoy me. Anything. Find us on social media. It's all an act podcast. Unless it's on Twitter, then it's just pod. Okay, so... It's all an app pod, not just pod. Not just pod, yeah. <laughs> app pod. Sorry, app pod. pod. Yeah. <laughs> Wish you were Ah, oh, it's pod. all an app yeah. podcast. <laughs> so, my article is the full list of 2019 Tony Award nominees. Nominees. Okay, so Tony Awards. First of all. Are the American Tony the Tiger. equivalent of the Olivier's. So... First up, I will try and go through these as quick as possible because there are We're quite a few. <laughs> okay, best play is Choir Boy, The Ferryman, Gary, a sequel to Titus, Titus Andronicus. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Why I didn't it... know that was a thing. Yeah. What's it called? It's, Gary. Because um, it's about a guy called Gary who is That's like... It's a bit weird, though. It's a, it's a comedy. Oh, I um, have to look into that, I think. A dark comedy mm. that's set just after Titus Andronicus happens. Is that enough? Uh, That's ink, cool. What the constitution... What the constitution means to me. Uh, and that's the plays. Best musical, Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations. I think that that sounds pretty good, that. Mm. I, I would enjoy that. Uh, Beetlejuice, which I've got a feeling is going to flop. Sorry. No, I, I think it would as well. But anyway, uh, Hades Town, The Prom, which apparently is phenomenal. Um, Tootsie, that's all for Best Musical. Best Revival of, of a Play. Arthur Miller's All My Sons. The Boys in the Band, Burn This, Torch Song, The Waverly Gallery. Best Revival of a Musical, here we go. Kiss Me Kate. Oklahoma, and that's it. What? Between the two. Why? How do they... It's probably all the revivals they've had. How do they get, like, the amount of... Because revivals of plays was more than the other categories, wasn't it? Like, how is it decided? Um, Don't know. uh, Yeah, I don't know how it's done over there. It could literally be the only only revivals and musicals they've had. Because they have so much new stuff and so much... Because My Fair Lady's on at the moment, but that's been there... Like that was there last year. That was on the Tony Awards last year, so it wouldn't yeah. be on this yeah. year. True. So, so if it's on like a year before, it won't be on the yeah, next only, year. Yeah. Yeah. Only uh, okay. Been done in 2019. Yeah. Well, 2018 into 19 because of how yeah. the year goes. Yeah. Bit like a school year. Um, Tax year. <laughs> best book of a musical: Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptations, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, Tootsie. So, did you just read the same thing? Yeah. All, all the same ones. Um, Best original score written for the theatre. Be More Chill, which mm. I thought was nice for them to get a nomination. Mm. Uh, Beetlejuice, Hades Town, The Prom, To Kill a Mockingbird, mm. and Tootsie. Best performance by an actor in a leading role in a play. There are lots and lots of people, so I'll just go and read through the rest of the categories. Um Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play. Best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical. Best performance by an actress in a leading role in a musical. Best performance by an actor in a featured role in a play. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a play. And a lot of the plays and musicals are the ones that 
I've mentioned before. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, very few that aren't. Um, best performance by an actor in a featured role in a musical. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical. Best scenic design of a play. Best scenic design of a musical. Best costume design of a play. Best costume design of a musical. Best lighting design of a play. Best lighting design of a musical. Best sound design of a play. Best sound design of a musical. Best direction of a play and a musical. Best choreography, but doesn't split between play. Well, no, because you don't really have musical. choreography in play, do you? No, you don't, but it was interesting to, to know that they didn't do that. Uh, best orchestration, and that is it. It seems like they have a lot more nomination mm. categories Olivier's than the Olivier's. don't separate it, do they? No, they, they like don't. like best lighting, best sound. Yeah. It's Which the same thing. I thought it was interesting. So, mm. I suppose they've got a lot more on on Broadway, haven't they? So I suppose. Maybe a, that's what it is. <clears throat> Just the quantity More choice. that they've got. Yeah. So, but it's something for the Olivier's to consider, I suppose. Gives people more opportunity to win an Or award. equally something for Broadway to consider to make it more elite. Maybe. Depending or, on which way you like it to go. Yeah, but once you've gone that far, it's harder to go back, isn't it? To Don't start know. taking awards away. Yeah. No awards but, for you. But, um, yeah, it's interesting they didn't have, like, um... Like the Olivier's have a special recognition mm. award, don't they? They might do, but they might so. only announce it on the night. Surprise. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's a surprise. So. I don't know. I feel like with the Tonys, it's more like who wins the best musical, isn't it? Like that is the biggest thing yeah. rather than over here, I guess, we look at the more special recognition stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's just an American thing. They just mm. think, what's one best musical? Maybe. What's one best play? That's yeah, all they care so, about. Yeah, it's nice to see the, the difference. But, you know, I just thought there was a lot more on there than the Olivier's. Mm. So, but, yeah, cool. Okay, let's move on to Amdram Shows. News and social. Whoop, whoop. Tom. Hello. First, go on, tell us all about the show you have chosen. I've chosen Top Girls by uh, Sudbury Dramatic Society. Uh, it's on from 7th of May to the 11th of May, and it's on at the Key Theatre in Suffolk. Um, Top Girls, if you don't know it, is a play by uh, a very famous playwright called Carol Churchill, uh, and it's about um, a, a group of famous historical women at a tea party together. So it's kind of like the... If you could take three people to dinner, any three people, who would it be? It's kind of like that, but with just women through different points in history. Um, if you want to get tickets, which I recommend, it's a very, very good play, you can call the box office, which is on 01787 374745. Cool. Nice. Thank you. Anna. Oh, and also they oh, start. Well. Sorry, they also start at seven forty-five rather than seven thirty. Oh, we know how much you love a seven forty-five so, start. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> a lot more shows are doing that. I've noticed actually. Yep, it they appeal, should. I think appeals to the masses. I think you should sell it as a seven thirty start, and then do seven forty-five. Seven forty-five. Yeah. Ah, good idea. 
Anna, your show, please. My show is uh, one local to us. It's Basingstoke Amateur Theatrical Society, or known as BATS, is Oliver, running from the 8th to the 18th of May. So they're doing a two-week run at the Haymarket in Basingstoke. Um, I don't have ticket prices, but you can get uh, get them on the box office on 01256 844244 or go to alvalarts.org.uk or go to the bats website which is bats.net um i'm hoping everyone knows what oliver's about oliver oliver <laughs> just an oliver just an yeah. oliver um go see it because i hear it's gonna be good oh yeah whoop whoop and there's lots of poor children maybe you can uh, they've got two sets of kids as well what? two casts so, so you can go, go see it, it twice, twice. <laughs> oh my see two lots of children mm-hmm. if you want cool nice me lucy your show uh my show is avenue q and it is running from the 7th to the 11th of may with a matinee on the 11th of may it's another local one to us it's east berkshire operatic society and they are doing it at the world theater south hill park bracknell uh they've got a number for the box office which is 01344 484123 but i also got it up on their website as well um which is ebos ebos .org.uk and it's a 7.45 start again so oh. Tom double happy double um, <clears throat> and the tickets are from 19 to 21 pounds uh, concessions and group rates apply price includes a £1.50 ticket levy and a 50p something doesn't say what <laughs> Oh, a 50p something. <laughs> it doesn't say what. That's, you get to choose. Like this a is literally dip. what it reads. It reads, price includes a £1.50 ticket levy and a 50p. Oh, maybe, maybe they give you a 50p. <laughs> maybe. Um, but you can also book your tickets online if you don't want to speak to people. Wonderful. Cool. That's all right then. We've spoken about show. Avenue Q on the podcast oh, before, have. so I'm sure great most show. of you will remember. Very great show. What? I picked it because... It's A, it's local, B, you don't see it done much and I would love to do it, and C, it's Jazz's favourite. Nah, it's fair enough, that. Why don't more Andram shows do a lucky dip? Like, they do a raffle, but, like, a lucky dip... Yeah, but what dip. are you going to dip into? What? Like, what are you going to get out of the lucky dip? That's the idea of a lucky dip, you never know. <laughs> it could be anything. But, I mean, if you're at a fair or something, it's generally mm. for kids and you get, like, a little rubber ducky or something, don't oh, you? Yeah. I'd be well happy yeah. with that. Yeah, exactly, see? <laughs> Fundraising idea, okay. you're welcome. Get a little free voucher for a drink. Yeah. Or free programme. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd do that. Get you, Get a 50p. Mate, you heard it here but first. But what if you've already bought a programme? Well, you get two programs. <laughs> or you get your program to be fair, back. programs are usually spoiled. like 50p anyway, or yeah. like a pound or yeah, two pounds, true. depending on how good they are. Yeah. So if you're paying for a lucky dip, you're probably going to put in the money that you'd get out to pay for. Oh, Do you see program. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One could be you could get all the money that the show makes. <laughs> I think you're taking a step too far there, Tom. Oh, my God. But nice idea. Well, nice. I, th- I think that's an incentive just for people to boring. enter the lucky dip. <laughs> and then just never give anyone the prize. 
No, you give him the prize, otherwise That's there's thought. no incentive. This is why Tom true. doesn't have a good society. Yeah, true. But oh, there's many more reasons. He, just, <laughs> he just does lucky dips all the time and goes, true. ah, all yeah. the oh, money goes maybe to Maybe we you. should do Dylan. a lucky dip. <laughs> Let's do a lucky dip next week, next time. I did I did have a society, but then I gave the society away in a lucky dip prize. <laughs> <laughs> I still got my lucky dip. Come well, back next week for Lucy's lucky dip. And a, and a programme. and a free drink yeah cool awesome okay uh my show is sweet charity by erith operatic society running from the 6th of may to the 11th of may with a matinee on the 11th it is at the erith playhouse in kent the box office is o double seven one four two three Four nine eight seven. I have no idea of ticket prices. No poster. I did a Lucy <gasps> and picked one with no poster. That's what the Avenue Q one looked like as well. Yeah. Well, actually, it's not strictly true because on the other page it does show no, the poster. Mine did not. But it doesn't. Yeah. But the poster was on the little icon on the listing menu. So don't know why or where that's happened. not on mine. Have a have a word, Noda. Have a word. Cool, awesome. That was our Am Dram Shows. Woohoo! Am Dram Shows. Fancy playing a game? News and social. Go on then. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the game? (laughs) You forgot that. I forgot all about that. Why don't we play that anymore before we do the Am Dram Shows? We do. No, you didn't. It goes in post edit. Oh, we don't have to. It doesn't. Puts in a little envelope. It doesn't. You need to put it in. I can put it in, yeah. Put it in right now. News and social. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so let's play a game. Let's play... Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character? So I will think of a character and the team will take it in turns to guess the character asking me questions and I will give them yes and no answers and whoever gets it right today will get 50 Kennet Radio points. Ooh. Because if you're listening to this podcast, you may have heard us on Kennet Radio already. A double treat for you in your ears. So, <laughs> so you're going to have the podcast in one ear. Yeah. <laughs> Kennet Radio, Kenneth Radio in, the in the other. Yeah. Double double treat. Double, double dip. bubble. Double okay. Bubble. No one double dips. And if you do <laughs> Well they are if they're listening to two at the same time. Chip. Tell you what, the best way to double dip is you get one chip, dip either end, and then you got That's not double dipping though. Double dipping is <clears throat> dip it, you eat it, you dip it again. Yeah, but then you dip the other end. But that's fine if you're that's fine if you're eating by yourself. Yeah, if you're eating by yourself is not double dipping. But yeah. Anyway, anyway, this has got nothing to do with who's that character. No, so. Oh, it might be. Is it Mr. My Double Dip Man? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I shall think of a character. Time has passed. I have thought of a character. No way, Jose. We shall go around Lucy, Anna, Tom, and continue in that order. Lucy, you're up first. Is it Glinda from Wicked? No. Does it begin with a B? No. Is it a female? <laughs> yes. 
Is it the Hunchback of Notre Dame? No. Are you just guessing characters? You can ask questions. <laughs> female. The... <laughs> this, is a, this is a tactic. <laughs> Anna. Is it a leading lady? Um, yes. Is it from a Disney musical? Yes. Is it Princess Jasmine? No. Is it a princess? No. Is it Mrs. Potts? No. <laughs> Is it Elsa like from Frozen because she's technically a queen? No. Oh. But I like you thinking. Is it Nala? No. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nala. Is she from... Tom's dog. Is she from Tom's dog? <laughs> I hope no. not. <laughs> Tom's dog's called Nala. Oh. Sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> well, you, you would, wouldn't you? Without I, any I context. Doing, I was just doing the pause that Jazz does. Oh, okay. <laughs> or the pause like Nala. My dog has paused. Yeah. 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 Um, well, she did. Uh, is she from Beauty and the Beast? No. Beauty and the Beebs. <laughs> no. Is she from... Is she an actual human? Yes. Is it Jane from Tarzan? No. Oh, that was a good one. Is... Ah. <laughs> it wasn't because it, it wasn't right. <laughs> I know, but I thought that was a good one. Is the character from The Little Mermaid? No. Is it... Mary Poppins. It is Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. I never win. Well done, Lucy. Yes. The Kennet Radio points for you. I'm the winner. I am the king. (laughs) I am the king. king. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Awesome. So that was our Who's That Character. Who's That Character. Who's That Character. Who, 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 who. Who is that character? <laughs> Thanks for that, Bernard. Okay, so has anyone seen any shows recently? Lucy? No. Oh. Actually, have we? No, I don't know. Oh. Have Not we? since we spoke on the podcast last time. No. Oh. Anna? Yes. Good. Tom? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Yes, he has. Mineral. They were with me. Hit us with them. Tell us what you saw, where you saw it, and how it was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One question at a time. What did you see? The first show we saw was Anna. Amelie the Musical at the Watermill Theatre in Newbury. Okay, I thought you were going to throw it back to the location. (laughs) Where... When? At the water. Uh, I don't know when. <laughs> the Tuesday, the twenty third of April. What time? Half past seven. Very good. Oh, very good. Was it, did you enjoy yourselves? Did you enjoy yourself, Tom? Yes. Okay. Did what? you? Yes. So, for those that don't know, what <clears throat> is Emily about? So, Emily is based on a French film uh, called <laughs> of the same name, called Emily, uh, which is probably the most famous French film. Or, or one of in in, in French the, French in the cinema. Whole world. Apart from Mr. Bean's Holiday. Apart from Mr. Bean's Holiday. Yeah. And an American in Paris. And Beauty and the Beast. Um, 
I mean, I was thinking that are made in like proper French films, not films that are that feature the location of France, because that also covers the the Muppets movie, and Johnny English Three, which was awful. Um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yes. The, it's, it's based on a, it's based on a French film called Amelie. Features the Notre Dame briefly. Um, does it? It does. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's about a girl called Amelie who uh, it basically decides that she's gonna try and do nice things for different people. Uh, nice. She's got a very creative imagination. Uh, it's very well. I, I haven't actually seen the film, but apparently it's very like cinematic and artistic and a lot of people said they didn't know how it was going to translate but it's all about doing nice things for people and there's a bit of a love interest story in there as well nice Anna. so is amelie a child uh she's at the beginning and then a young up. adult oh okay so yeah. they grow up quick yeah so um yeah it's very clever so you have act, um all the actors on stage are actor musicians Oh yeah, actor so, musos. Yeah, like, yeah they did. Um, um, and that worked incredibly well. Oh my gosh, um, they do that a lot. The, the mu- mill, don't they? Yeah, they, pretty much all every yeah, show. They yeah, do. nowadays. Pit, yeah, um, but the set was I thought was absolutely phenomenal, along with the instruments and along with the songs. And I really want there to be a cast recording. <laughs> set was really basic, but but amazing. Basic. It was, but it, it, was, it was amazing. Not basic. Okay. It was not. That's fine. I can confirm it was that, not. That is your own personal opinion. Yeah. What, I, what I mean by that, though, is it wasn't like... They they did a lot with it, but it's a small venue and it's not like... They can't It's not like there. if you go and see Matilda or, or Bat Out of Hell, it's not like, wow. It was like, this set is cool, but it's... Transferable? Yeah, it, yeah. well, it's going on tour. Yeah. small. No, no, I meant the set. Oh. Like, did um, they have, like, podiums that would turn into set, like different things to change the scene uh, no, the, tel- the really. photo booth did didn't they, it? they had a photo booth in the middle which is used as a photo booth but also as like a, a platform for a few people to stand mm-hmm. on and stuff but it's mainly just done through chairs and using the like, musical oh, okay. instruments Here's, yeah the piano there's um, two grand pianos in the show and bit of a spoiler ish um they're not like grand pianos. They're like the the normal pianos, like wood wooden ones. I don't know what they're called, but the the back stand up ones. Yeah, yeah. But the back drops down, uh, and like there's items in the piano. It's like a window, and it turns into a shop. Oh, so they just cool. move the piano, fold down the back, and you're in a shop. And it's really like clear. That's really cool. Yeah. So it was I it was cool. I think they did Clever. a similar thing when Lucy and I went to see uh, a production at the Watermill with the bar. <laughs> They moved the piano into mm. the middle. And yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they, yeah. they had it. They did use it as a bar as well. Yeah. So. Um, but cool. what did you think, Tom? It was amazing. Very, very, very good. I got goosebumps like Aww. so many times at the the sound that the cast made. They sound awesome. Um, yeah, I agree. It needs a cast recording. There, there is one, but it's uh, the Broadway because oh, okay. this is the this is the UK premiere of it, and it's going on tour. So you've still got a chance to go and see okay. it. Um, so they could do a live. They they could do a it. recording. I don't think they will, but they should. But I I recommend you listen to the uh, Broadway recording. Nice, it was very good. Anna, what did you think? I liked it too. I liked it a lot. Um, yeah, really sweet. Um, 
I thought the girl that played Amelie is incredible. I've seen her in a couple of knee-high productions before that, um, and she was amazing in those, and I thought she was perfect casting for Amelie because um, she's a bit quirky. She's not... Yeah. She, yeah, she has to be quite, like, happy and, you know... She looks like the girl in the film as well. Yeah, she looks really good. Audrey, um, cool. two or something. Like the acting was amazing, the singing was amazing, the movement was amazing. Nice. There wasn't much dancing for itself because obviously with the watermelon you, you can't, can't really dance, yeah. but yeah. like the fluid movement that they did with the instruments while they were playing was amazing. Um, and just what they could do, like they didn't with the set and just setting the scenes and things. It, I it, just thought it was really well done and really well thought out. Everything. It did. It didn't need nice. any dancing either, though. It was no. like it. I think. It was perfect as it was. Like, I think that would have maybe... Very similar to if you've seen it. Once. Yeah, it's, it's like a French vibe. French Once. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I was thinking this as we watched it, actually. I would, if I was going to describe it to someone, it's like Once meets Matilda mashed into one. Mm. Nice. Um, there's some really clever puppetry in it, which yeah, I forgot about. it's amazing. Uh, there's uh, an amazing number with uh, Elton John. They had an Elton John, a guy in the cast who didn't look like Elton John until he came out for that number and, <laughs> and he sounded like and looked John. just like Elton John really? and it was amazing. That's the big finale for the end of Act One. Cool. But I, I would recommend if you do go and see it, watch the film. I don't think it's not necessary, but I think it would be helpful to have something to, because uh, I think a lot of it is going to mirror the film, but mm-hmm. just it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I have, I still haven't seen the film and I loved it, Yeah, but. I it's made me want to watch the film and I think you should watch it before you go and see it if you can. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. And we also went to go see Little Miss Sunshine. Cool. Where was the that? Musical. It was at the Arcola Theatre in Ooh. London. Nice. North London. What was the theatre like? Small? Very odd. Small very oh, odd. I couldn't like very small, yeah. yeah. Um it was a bit like you know like the amphitheatres you get where everything's in like a cone yeah it was kind of like that but okay with a balcony as well oh okay Um, then the balcony like came over the 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 people sat on the stalls yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. very small uh like the furthest you could sit back i think was probably four or five rows back from the stage so yeah it's good yeah that's tiny that is really small Um, everything like the whole set was yellow it was really cool. <laughs> also, also based on a yeah. film, yeah, yeah, from two thousand six. With it's got loads of famous people in it: um, Abigail Breslin, Steve Carell, Paul Dano. Uh, there's there's uh, Brian Cranston's in it as well. Um, it's one one of my favourite films ever, and I didn't realise Anna hadn't seen it before we started watching it. She has seen it now, <laughs> but the the film's phenomenal. You should definitely watch it. I can't believe you haven't watched um, that. Oh, no, if anyone's watched not it. watched it, it's about a dysfunctional family who travel. You haven't watched it. Oh, no, I haven't seen man. It. No. I know what we're watching. <laughs> this is about a dysfunctional family who travel from New Mexico to California because their daughter is told that she's uh someone has dropped out of the little miss sunshine beauty pageant and she is able to step in um they're not she is not the sort of girl at all that you would see in a beauty pageant um and the last number her performance is is amazing so you've got like a son who doesn't speak because he's taken a vow of silence because he wants to be a pilot 
they got, each have their own little story. Yeah, yeah you've got a granddad who's a druggie and he's been kicked out of a couple of places. The the little girl who kind of is the glue of the family. Um, the mum and dad who had kids really young and they're kind of fed up with each other and he's trying to push his career but is not going anywhere. And you then there's the brother. The brother oh, they've said the brother. And oh. then there's the uncle who uh, recently... Oh, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, he's... he's uh, uh, the uncle of the family, he's gay, he fell in love with a student, he's a, like a big professor, uh, and then falls into a pit of depression and tries to kill himself, and then he's just out of rehab, so like all these people on a bus. It's a bit like Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, mixed with any dysfunctional family yeah. comedy you can think of. It's, but yeah. But um, it, it was amazing how close the production was to the film. Like word for word script. Really? Yeah. Really? So, and the music, again, was amazing. I can't imagine made the film into a musical. I really, like, it's it's a big, like, if, if it was going to go to a stage, I would have thought it would have been a big production. It works it not a small one. so well as a small production. Oh, it really? works so well as a show as well as a the, film. The, like, what they did with the car was amazing. They had a rotating stage. Um, so the, like, car moved around so you could see everyone, mm-hmm. like, wherever you were sat because they just move like the car would just circle around so you did get to see everyone the band was above on the platform nice um so you could see the band as well um but yeah again very minimalistic set it was pretty much the The, car and some chairs the the camper van that they travel in was a a little mini stage on wheels with two lights and a number plate so you knew what it was (laughs) and then like they uh they they go to a motel for one bit of it. So the chairs leave the, the chairs t- are taken off of the, the car and they put a blanket and some pillows on it and it's a bed. Yeah. It was great. It was honestly one of the best shows I've ever seen. Really? And I came out of it with the same feeling. I've talked about this in the podcast. I came out of it with the same feeling I came out of kinky boots with. It was just like buzzing. I was so, yeah. like, so excited. Full of love and yeah. I was excited for something. And you can always tell when when you like something because, you know, it's like you're excited for something that you've already seen. Mm. And I want to go and see it again. And it needs a West End transfer, mm-hmm. but it needs to stay in a small theatre. Yeah. The cast were phenomenal. But the girl that played Olive, who's the little girl, was like insane, she was wasn't she? She was so close to being like the girl in the film as well. It, it was absolutely amazing. And having that confidence to be the way that she is and then trying to do a beauty pageant and stuff. It was really good. And the beauty pageant at the end just makes the show. It's brilliant. Absolutely <clears throat> brilliant. I say she was the best. She was very good, but I've just remembered another character. There's this this lady in it who's just a supporting role and she plays a, a person at, at the hospital called Linda and she also plays Miss California. And Miss California and the beauty pageant host have a song together. They sing a theme tune she has i i felt like one the best voice i've ever heard she's really? so powerful but she was so so funny she made me laugh so hard um she she was phenomenal i i'll try and find out her name for for like the notes or something but she was amazing um oh you you have to go and see it if 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 you can go and film. see it i want to go and see it again my favorite part of the film how can i tell you without Spoiling it. No. It's 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 the brother's turning point. Right. If that makes sense. Slight, yeah, slight yeah. spoiler. The the brother who is on a vow of silence eventually speaks Talks. at some point. Yeah. Um Yeah. 
that's my favourite part. Yeah. Like that's the bit that really stuck. It, like yeah. all the parts of the show, you think and that, that bit, was the bit that always sticks in my head. And that bit in the show is very similar to it, isn't it? One thing we were very impressed with as well, and this is going to sound really, um, <laughs> really stupid. Was it a card machine at the ice creams? No, wow. no, no, no. Wow. Didn't have ice creams, I don't think, because oh. of the theatre. There was a bar um, though. <laughs> They might have had them at the bar. No we, ice cream we, at a theatre. They might have had them at the bar. We didn't go. But anyway, um, they because it's such a small theatre and you can see from like every angle pretty much, there's a scene at the start of the film for maybe oh, like yeah. 15 minutes where they're all sat around a dinner table. You'd like this, Jeff. They didn't, they didn't care about like, you know how like the, one of the first rules you're taught is you always face the audience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that. They were sat around a dinner table like a family that was sat. And I was watching it like... It was it was like it was literally like watching a family rather than watching a show have dinner. Yeah. But they have KFC, um, so they they had actual like buckets of chicken that they were eating, yeah. which is like sounds really stupid, but something you don't see that often is people like actually, actually doing actually stuff. Doing what yeah. Acting, yeah. yeah, and then later on, because we're sat up in the balcony looking down, um, the girl goes to enter the beauty pageant, and the guy they're late, but the guy's like, "Oh, don't worry, I can put you in." Um, Spoiler. And he's got a laptop, opens opens up the laptop, uh, and the laptop's turned on. He signs into the laptop before he puts the name in, and there's like an Excel spreadsheet and stuff. And it's obviously something that like less than a third of the audience can see. But I was yeah. just like, that's so cool. And you could, he literally typed it in. They thought and, like, about it. When, when he opened the lid and it was on the Windows sign-in screen, I was like, oh, he's just going to pretend. But he actually yeah. signed in. I was like, that is like the little things like that mm. it just make it. Yeah. It was, it was so, so, right. so good. Good. Go and see it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, very nice. good. Oh, very my my only my only criticism of it was that the last two scenes need to be swapped around. I don't know if any if anyone's seen it. Maybe you could agree because there's a really high point and then it goes to a slightly less high point high and point. then it ends. But yeah, what same as the film? So yeah, so yeah, that's there's a the the beauty pageant is the highlight. Is the like the big mm-hmm. buzzy bit and then after that they. They leave the pageant and they're kind of like, oh, we're back to normality. We've got to sort out our marriage. We need to sort out this, this, this. And then it was like, oh, but, you know, we we will do it as a family. And then that's the end. But it should have been like, that should have been before the pageant. And then it would have worked much better. It was was still amazing. Still one of the best shows I've ever seen. And they need to do something with it. There was an extra bit as well that they did in the show that's not in the film with the parents, Mm. which was really good. and yeah, I think that added an extra bit as well to the show that made it a bit nicer. And you got to know what happened with the parents as well. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It was pretty good. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Nice. So uh, a lot of good shows we have all seen recently. Okay. To sh- from shows to albums Ba-da. album of the week Ba-ba-bum. yeah it is album of the week so it was my choice of the lightning thief percy jackson's story oh percy percy not oh, the pig not the pig MS. what did you think lucy well I should firstly say disclaimer I didn't have enough time to listen to it since we last recorded the podcast. That's fair we were busy but I lives. have listened to every song, even if I've listened to like 
the beginning, the middle and the end of Lucy the song. Lucy described it as a whizzy listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I loved it. What? I know. I, I was really surprised. surprised. Do you know what? That's like the second or third one that I've picked that you've actually liked. I actually really, yeah. really loved it. And I'll definitely listen to it again more properly, if that makes sense. Like yeah. over a longer period of time. Um, I just, I liked the story. I didn't expect the story to be what it was about. Mm. Um, not that I could grasp all of the story, but I got a gist of it. Like, I don't know exactly what happens, but... Um, I really like what the story's about. I like the difference in each song. There's so many different like types of genre yeah. of song in it. Like yeah. one minute I was listening to it and I was like, oh, this sounds just like Disney. And the next minute I was like, this sounds like it could be from Joseph. And then I listened to one and I thought it could sounded a bit like, wait, like so many different styles of song in there, which I loved. Yeah. Cool. It's quite long, quite a long album. Do you I think? Thought. I thought yeah. it was quite a short album. Well, but then I again, I compare it to... Anna's Cinderella with 50 Oh no, maybe it's, it's probably God, quite an average. Get length. over it. <laughs> um, I like, like when you get to three quarters of the way through the album, there's like a really good bunch of songs together. Mm -hmm. But I liked Killer Quest, My Grand Plan and The Last Day of Summer. Nice. You should uh, you should watch the films, Lucy. Is I that... didn't even know there was film. Like, oh, have you no not seen idea. Uh, I've got no idea about any of it. Logan Lerman, oh, so good. Piers yeah. Brosnan <laughs> plays yeah. a centre. Will I? Okay, I'll definitely watch it then. So, yeah, they're good films, but they only did two. Very good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I really, I like the vibe. I love it. I wasn't expecting it to be what it was, to be honest. Rumors and I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, really? I'm gonna... But taking it back. Oh. Yeah, to any old prequel thing. So, yeah. Good? Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anna, what did you think of it? I liked it too. Cool. You've listened to it before, no? Yeah, yeah. little bits and bobs. Um, just bits and bobs. Bits and bobs, whoever they are. Yeah. That'd be um, a great double act name, wouldn't it? It's, a, uh, it's a, from a kid's show. Bits and bobs. Bits and bobs, yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it I was did a bit of a whizzy, whizzy. Uh, a whizzy listen. A whizzy listen Disclaimer. for some of the songs towards the end because I didn't have time. But yeah, it was, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, there wasn't one where I went, oh, that's a bit naff. Um, a bit rocky, which I like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got that vibe. Very um, rocky. Which I, again, I enjoy. Um and yeah, it's really good. I think it goes well with like what the film's like, and I can tell that it's quite. I think they've done it quite well to complement the film as well. Um, I liked Good Kid, Killer Quest, and the Tree on. Oh no, D O A. D O A. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Good song. Um, yes, nice. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you chose it as album of the week. Thank yeah. you. Me too. Oh, that's very nice it's of you quite, to say. Sorry, I just forgot to say it's quite male heavy, isn't it? Uh, it show. Lots uh, of letters in it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Seems to be a theme of you tonight, Tom. Like post and yes, letters and stuff. It's because nice. there's lots of op well, two opportunities for post jokes. <laughs> post jokes. Mm. Jokes after the podcast. Oh, okay. That's right. Yeah. Um, Tom, what did you think of it? I <clears throat> I enjoyed it. Uh, I I mean I thought I was going to anyway because I have I've not I've not listened to it but I've we recently discovered that it was a thing 
and I read the books <laughs> as a excited. kid and I <laughs> like I watched the the two films when I was younger and enjoyed them um I yeah I enjoyed it I was gonna say the same thing it's quite it's quite rocky which mm-hmm. I was expecting from the cover but I enjoyed I like I love rock um and I liked uh I liked prologue the first one slash the day I got expelled yeah that is good um, it sets it up nicely doesn't it yeah one thing I will say though is uh it's like doing um Harry Potter the Philosopher's Stone the musical mm. there's gonna be more yeah <laughs> well there won't be uh-huh. I don't think there will be but there's there's potential for more there is potential yeah yeah, yeah. like because it's where's the story gonna go they wrote yeah you know it's not you're not supposed to read Harry Potter. You can read it as a standalone, but yeah. it's part of a bigger like yeah. series. So it's the same with this. I, I don't know if they'll do anything with it, but it would be interesting. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Cool. Okay, so for those who don't know, the story is about a boy called Percy Jackson who gets expelled from every school that he has ever been in. He is a, spoiler alert if you haven't listened to this, he is a demigod. So one <gasps> parent. Mowing. Yeah. Um, they call them half-bloods in the... Half-blood? Yeah, half-blood half in the show. So his mum is a human and his dad is a Greek god. And basically he doesn't know this until about halfway through the show. We get told... It's quite, I thought it was quite early on. No, it's, we get told oh, right at the start. Right, yeah. He doesn't know... Yeah. Until his dad's Poseidon, halfway. isn't he? Yeah, he yeah. is, yeah. So that's Son why he Poseidon. can... Uh, so that's why he passes out whenever he goes in water and stuff. Uh, but he's not actually passing out. He's just using his power. Um, so yeah, he <laughs> kind of... passing out. They go on a quest and then the quest ends and then that's kind of it. It kind of leaves it there. Um, and you you kind of left wanting more. You don't really know what's then going to happen maybe you do if you watch Um, the show but Mm. yeah maybe there are some visuals to um go along with it but yeah i really really enjoyed it and the reason i picked it was because i like to pick stuff that's not very well known or people haven't heard of or it's only had a run in broadway but i believe and don't quote me on this but i am 95 percent sure that that production is up for amdram rights and would be a great school production if anyone just is, great production to be part yeah, of. The music's so cool. It is really, really cool. Uh, my favourite song is probably the Campfire song. Mm, um, only, I because, like that. only because you hear the story of all the other kids and their parents and stuff. I the girl's voice good is insight. lovely. Mm, yeah, hers is really lovely. It's also uh, touring in the US at the moment. Grover is a douchebag, but you'll find out. Grover. Yeah. Uh, okay, so out of five mics, Lucy, Mike's, how many would you give it? Only because I haven't listened to it enough to give it five, I'm giving it 4.5. Oh, nice. Anna? A four. Four, solid four. Tom? Three. Three, nice. Uh, yeah, I'll give it a four. Um, yeah, I mean, it left, it, it ends weird. That's why it didn't go for a five. Um, so, yeah, great. Cool. 
So, by process of elimination, Tom, you are Yay. next up for Album, Album of, of the, the Week. week. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. yeah. Bums. Bum. <laughs> Mike. So, Tom, what are you picking? Uh, my show. Oh, you haven't. Oh, you missed a nose Did joke there. Did you see? But. Uh, but I always, I always make that joke. I told okay, you I was doing this. Um, I didn't think you were going to do it so soon. Yeah, I said so next soon. time. Cheeky devil. I mean, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky devil. Okay. Anyway, Tom, what have you picked? My album is one of those. It's from one of those shows that is like a show that I love, but I haven't seen. Do you get? You get what I'm saying? Get, One of those shows is like, me? I love I'm this show. I'm with your sister. But I've never seen it. You get me? Um, Why have you not seen it? Because Just it's not on the West End. Oh, okay. Uh, but it should be. It's uh, something rotten. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's, some, it's something rotten, but that's not the show. <laughs> it's just, uh, no, it's called Something Rotten. Uh, it was a show on Broadway. And it needs to come over here, but it's an American cast and that's kind of what makes it funny. So if it comes over here, it needs an American cast as well. Um, <clears throat> it's about uh, two brothers called the Bottom Brothers. Uh, it f focuses on uh, the, the main characters, Nick Bottom, uh, and they're two writers uh, who are writing in the same time as Shakespeare. Um, and obviously Shakespeare is Shakespeare. Uh, and he's kind of like a rock star in this uh, version. It's, it's obviously not based on truth. Um, they want decide they want to one-up Shakespeare and beat him to his next big hit. So they go to a psychic and say, uh, what is Shakespeare's next big play going to be? She gets it wrong and tells them it's going to be a play called Omelette uh, instead of <laughs> Hamlet. So they write the, the well, first... Omelette does sound like a good show. It does. So they write the first ever musical Sounds called excellent. Omelette and then Shakespeare releases Hamlet. Um, but it's, it's so, so funny. Oh, they could um, have had ham and omelette. They could have. <laughs> um, ham omelette. And I have to say, if if the the the, so, the a lot of the songs are, are are really good, but some of them work really, really, really well with visuals. So if you get a chance, hard to be the bard. Um, God, I hate Shakespeare, and Bottom's going to be on top. I would say are the three to Listen watch to. as I'll well because they're so they're so so good with the visuals. Um, Shakespeare's in like all black leather but like <laughs> like renaissance time oh, okay. style nice. and it looks so good it works so well kristen ball is amazing and no one else can do that part <laughs> it, no one will do it as good um it's also got brian darcy james who we know from shrek uh as shrek um and the la the, the last last thing i'll tell you is that in the song um bottom's going to be on top there's a bit where shakespeare comes in and interrupts the song uh, and they tap dance but to the beat of them talking oh okay cool so it's not over music it's like as they say Hard. each word they tap and it's so good wow. it's so it works so well it's fantastic and i i wish it was still on broadway anyway that's awesome. Hope hope you enjoy it. Yeah, um, I'm the, looking forward to listening to it, actually. The, the album cover is uh, 
literally a banner that says something rotten with two people either side. Red. The writing's red. Yeah. Ah, cool. Because it's meant to look like someone's thrown tomatoes at it. Ah, I see. It does very look good. very Shakespeare-y. It's 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 the picture. It, I I guess the the way the easiest way to describe it is it's like an American Spamalot set in the Renaissance. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So if you want to listen along with us and you are on Spotify, then find something rotten, listen along and let us know what you think before the next podcast is out. So within two weeks. Okay, Tom, how would you like to end the podcast today? I quite enjoyed doing the recommendations. The, the recommendations, yeah. I don't yeah. know if anyone else enjoyed that. I, I thought that might I be quite a nice that. thing to do yeah. from now on. A little recommendation every week. Yeah. Anyone have any recommendations? Would you like some time to think about Can it? Can we have them thinking? Okay, time? I'll go first. Um, I am going to recommend a another podcast by uh, two comedians who are good friends in real life, Ed Gamble and James A. Caster, uh, and it's called Off Menu. Uh, and it's not what you'd expect for two comedians to do a podcast about. They get a guest on each week and they ask them their what their dream meal would be. So they have starter, drink, main, side and pudding and they go through it with them. And obviously they're comedians, so it's it's funny and, and they talk about different stuff. But they're, like, they're, their guests are great. The second guest they had was the Grace Dent, who is the top... Uh, one of the top food critics for the guardian so and she's really like she was really funny um and then they had like richard osman from pointless and pointless. and they have a lot of comedians and stuff so it's really funny and it's a really good listen nice yeah. i got one go on um so this is a film i watched and i think it's very underrated um, so I watched it recently. It's just come out on DVD, but it's one of those ones that I don't think it made it to the cinema. But it was quite good, and the cast are really good. And I was like, well, I'll give it a watch. Um, so it's Robin Hood, and it's starring Taron... No, is it Taron Egerton? Taron Egerton. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Jamie Dornan's in it. Um, and very good. Nice. Feel like that Robin Hood kind of thing. Robin a new, Hood. New film. Yeah, it's very good. And it's like tights? Yeah. There's no tights. It was in the cinema. How can you have Robin Hood without any tights? Like Like Peter Pan, not It's like tight trousers. Or without tights. Or without tights. Was it at the cinema? It was in the cinema, but I think it was out released at like the time of another film that people were like, oh, I'd rather see that. um, Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) It was only last year, but (laughs) sure. Yeah, so um, no, I've very much enjoyed it so if you want to watch it it's very good it's kind of set before the normal story of robin hood that you've heard so it kind of leads into the next the next film which will be them in the nottingham forest nice. which is very good can i have you have you thought of one have you got one it's a bit of a rubbish one that's so it can be anything anything be who you want to be i was just going to say if you're still thinking barbie i think uh, uh we should recommend Little Miss Sunshine, <laughs> the film and the show. You should. Oh, yeah. Having seen it, but that's like a a, a pair. Nice. Rec. Lucy, what would you recommend? Oops, I sorry. recommend 
if you do well you don't have to do ballet or just you would like some music um i use david plumpton for all of my unset class music because he does lots of various different albums he's got loads and he does like west end to broadway albums so it's like all piano music like and he um titles them like so if it's a pirouette exercise or a jumping exercise like he titles what it's for um but then it's like you're listening to avenue q but it's a piano song oh, it's quite amazing. cool so um he's got like west end broadway he's got tv show theme tunes he's got rock rock and pop uh loads and loads of different ones um, can you do pirouettes to the coronation street theme tune um, Good if you wanted to well, well challenge just I, don't, to see I don't use the TV show theme okay. tune one. It's not my f- well. I do use it, but it's not my favourite one. I Fair use enough. he's got West End to Broadway one, two, three, and it's potentially a more and a pop. Is it him that does the pop stuff? Rock and pop, yeah. yeah. Uh, modern like melodies. He's got a couple of Disney ones. Yeah, yeah, really love cool. him. Nice, cool recommendations. <laughs> um. My recommendation is, uh, it's a big thing at the minute, and especially within the theatre world, everyone is talking about it, and it is mental health. So take some me time at least once a week. Take an hour for yourself. It's not being selfish. It is very helpful, and I highly recommend it. It is something that I am introducing into my life personally, and... um makes a big difference something for you not something sitting down doing something for someone else something for you that you like or enjoy or you just want to do for an hour um yeah so cool it is important okay so i would just like to finish by saying thank you to jason palmer for letting us be on his awesome show this is pre-recorded so we haven't technically been on it yet we might not actually do it at this rate we never know um but yes just thank you because this will be released after we have been on his show so the next podcast we will talk about what happened on it and even feature a few clips of what happened so keep your ears and eyes peeled okay team time to say goodbye goodbye say goodbye team goodbye team 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 bye Uh, at podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. Just, That's what you should put at the end just, of the episode. Just. <laughs>